0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is A Different Kind of Repentance Meeting. A Different Kind of Repentance Meeting. Hey, before I get into this teaching today, I wanted to share with you something humorous. As many of you know, I love to talk about the power of words. You can't change your life without changing how you talk. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Whatever we talk a lot about, we'll see more of. We won't have something just by saying something, but saying something is necessary to having something. (laughs) I could go off on that written book called You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself. I wrote another book called Declarations Unlocking Your Future, and My most recent book I wrote with Tracy Rice is called Declare It. It is a powerful book. It's got 96 life situations and has 15 declarations, different declarations for each of them about family, about career, about emotions, about supernatural. It is a powerful book to build your faith up because faith comes by hearing. It's called Declare It. So I want to just share something humorous that kind of, Relates to that, there was a special monastery where they only allowed the monks in the monastery to speak two words every seven years. And so this one monk, after his seven years, he was brought in to talk to the head monk. And the head monk said, what are your words? And the monk said, food bad. Then after seven more years, they brought him back in and they asked him, now what are your two words? He said, bed hard. Then after seven more years, he came in and they asked him, what are your two words? And he said, I quit. (laughs) And the head monk says, that doesn't surprise me. You've been complaining ever since you got here. (laughs) Oh man, a merry heart is good like medicine. Hey, a different kind of repentance. Now, the best Definition of repentance in the Bible, the Greek, means to change the way you think. To change the way you think. And repentance is a lifestyle, not a one-time event. It's a lifestyle. And I'm looking forward to repentance meetings where people are repenting for not believing what God is saying about them. I can, I can just imagine someone running to the altar and crying out to God, God, please forgive me. I'm so sorry that I haven't believed that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm so sorry that I believe that you don't love me unconditionally. I'm so sorry that I only believe I'm anointed when I feel anointed. Oh, God, please forgive me. Or can you imagine somebody at the front just saying, everybody right now, who's believing lies about their identity, come run to the altar right now. And obviously, it, it, it would be everybody. But I believe that there would be moments where people who are really under deception would, would, would realize the bigger problem in their life is not their behavioral sins, but the bigger problem is their belief sins. Is their beliefs missing the mark? Now, in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, we've been talking about this on some past podcasts. It says, No temptation has come upon you except which is common to man. And the greatest temptations that we face are not to do something behaviorally wrong, but the greatest temptations are to believe lies. And all the lies are common to man, whether it's a lie of believing that we're shameful or that we're unworthy to be blessed or that we're not righteous or that we're not powerful. And because even in the garden of Eden, Eve's first temptation was to believe that God was not good. And she, she believed that. And then it led into the behavioral eating of the forbidden fruit. Jesus in the, wilderness in mark 4 the temptations were about him disbelieving his identity if you are the son of god turn these stones in the bread and isn't it interesting that satan left out if you are the beloved son of god which he jesus had just heard at the end of matthew 3 this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased well he does the devil doesn't want us to focus on the love of God whatsoever because if we get the revelation of we're being we're a beloved son or daughter it's going to change everything and so I'm talking today about a different kind of repentance meeting a meeting where the focus is more on being convicted about our bad beliefs (laughs) and here's the thing I said repentance is a lifestyle And again, I know there's times where we need to repent for behavioral things where we're just compromised. But if we simply go after the behaviors and feel sorry for behaviors, it's going to be a worldly sorrow that's mentioned in in 2 Corinthians chapter 7. That's not going to bear fruit. It's not going to bear uh, lasting change. So we We say, all right, then once I start the journey of repentance, we're not done repenting until we have glistening hope in the area that we're repenting about. So it's a lifestyle. It's ongoing. I've shared that I was rocked by a quote by Francis Frangipan in the early 90s where he said, every area of your life that doesn't glisten with hope means you're believing a lie, and that area is a stronghold of the devil in your life. That, that rocked me. Every area of your life that doesn't glisten with hope means you're believing a lie, and that area is a stronghold of the devil. And so that began me on this journey that brought in Romans 15, 13, where it says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That verse basically says that the moment we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies, we'll have increasing hope. We'll get filled by the God of hope, and the God of hope will also bring all joy and peace. And if we're having decreasing hope, it's the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. So it's a lifestyle. I'm repenting until I have glistening hope in an area. And repenting doesn't need to be, it's not a negative word, it's a positive word. I'm repenting to something. I'm not repenting from something. I'm I'm repenting to victory in, in my emotions and victory in my circumstances. And we at Igniting Hope Ministries, we love to help people repent. In some ways, I believe I have a John the Baptist anointing that prepares the way for the next thing that God wants to do. He said you can't put new wine in an old wineskin. And one of the greatest components of a new wineskin is upgraded thinking, which is called faith. It's to start thinking and talking higher than what we're feeling and experiencing based on the good goodness and promises of God. So a different kind of repentance meeting, a meeting where people are overcoming bad beliefs and ultimately Bad beliefs are what is creating the negative behaviors. And yes, we might need accountability. We might need counseling. We might need people in our life doing interventions to help us not be hurtful. But ultimately, we're going to have to go after what we believe and repent of what we believe. Repent of not believing we're who God says we are, not believing that his promises are true for us, not believing that our prayers are are working. You know, I'm thinking about, wow, okay, what is this repentance all about? What is this lifestyle of repentance about? Well, it's it's really wrapped up in the Word of God because it's the Word of God, it's the truths of God that are what brings the change. We look at, John 8, 31 and 32, it says, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The truth will make you free. It's it's something that automatically happens. A lifestyle of repentance is just to abide in the word, to get in the word, to hear the word, meditate on the word. Have people who are preaching using a lot of word listening to them and it it just happens it's a repentance is not just simply taking thoughts captive and trying not to think a certain way even though that may be part of it but as we get the word in us it's going to cause us to know the truth and it's going to make us free and it says in psalm 119 the psalmist said i've hid my your word in my heart that i might not sin against you we get we we again this is another verse of talking about the power of the word. Romans twelve two says, Be transformed by the renewing of the mind. I get the word in my mind. And listening to podcasts like this is 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 such a help. Joshua one eight. It says, Get the book, get the word in your mouth. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may do according to all that is written in it, then you, listen to this, then you will make your way prosperous and be of good success. It says, get the word in your mouth. That's why declarations are so powerful. Get the word, speak God's promises, and it, meditate in it, mutter in the word day and night, and then you're going to Find yourself doing the word, and you are going to make your way prosperous uh, and, and, and be of good success. And then there's another verse, and I'm getting excited, guys. I'm getting excited. There's another verse. It says in, in James 1, it says, For he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, And is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. And it it says earlier, it says in verse 21, it says, Receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. As, as we receive the Word, it's able to save our souls. It's able to save our soul as our mind, will, and emotion. And so this lifestyle of repentance is a lifestyle of, of getting the Word in us, changing the way we think, realizing that what we believe is more important than what we do. And I believe there's people listening who are, are going to just God's going to give you revelation on how to lead other people like never before into a lifestyle of repentance that's going to be so hope filled, it's going to be so blessed that it's going to be amazing. <laughs> so, a different kind of repentance meeting. Woohoo! People running to the altar. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my believing that my prayers for my family are not working, that I'm only basing things on what I see and feel. Forgive me for that. And I'm continuing on the process of repenting to believe that my prayers are powerful and effective to where I have glistening hope about my prayer life. Wow. Hey, what a joy it is to be able to speak with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. God showed Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37 a valley of very dry bones. And he asked Ezekiel a question. Can these bones live He was basically saying, hey, Ezekiel, what do you think? Do these bones have a good future? Because what you think is going to determine what I can do. And our hope level determines our influence level. God needs to partner with unreasonably optimistic people to accomplish his will. And Ezekiel spoke to the bones and they became an exceeding great army. Hope is so powerful. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. <laughs> and pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. But I've never really found a convenient time to walk in radical joy. We've got things going on, all of us. We've got areas, all of us have at least one area that's screaming at us, this is really hopeless. If you have that, welcome to the club. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. How do we stir up joy? We stir it up through thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than what we don't have. We enter as gates with thanksgiving, Scripture says, and that one of the gates we enter in is the gate of joy. Thank you, Lord, for what I've got. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for my health. Thank you that, that uh, I'm still alive. Thank you for these things. And then we stir up joy by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4 says, delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart the delighter in psalm 37 verse 4 is delighting with unfulfilled desires unfulfilled desires things that the delighter wants to see happen that aren't happening yet it's in that context and the delighter is delighting in the lord whoa god i can't wait to see what you're going to do about this can't wait to see what you're going to do in my family can't wait to see what you're going to do in my nation I delight in you, Father. I'm like a little kid in a candy shop. Thank you. And the delighter who's delighting with outcomes that haven't happened yet that he wants to see happen, the delighting is a key to seeing those outcomes happen. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it? If you haven't signed up for our newsletter at ignitinghope.com, we'd love for you to do that because we have so many things happening. You can find out where I'm traveling, online courses, etc couple things I want to mention before we wrap this up. At Igniting Hope, we have certified belief trainers. You can have a belief trainer work with you on an online, three online belief sessions to identify lies that you are believing, but more importantly, to identify the truth that will make you free. If you're looking for a breakthrough, go to ignitinghope.com and you can find out about our belief trainers there. And then also we're going to have a couple online courses in August. I'm going to be doing a course called fully convinced the people who will be in that course. It's an eight week course on our igniting hope Academy platform. The people who are doing that course will go on a journey with me about being fully convinced about who we are and what we're doing, learning to attach faith to everything that we're doing, going after doubt, insecurity, and guilt. And really, it's a a powerful verse. God wants us to be fully convinced about who we are in Him and about what we're doing. It's going to be an eight-week course. Look out for that. Uh, Those who are involved in that course are are going to be able to give feedback on my book, Fully Convinced, that I'll release after the course. The book will be available for those who are doing Fully Convinced. And then we're going to be looking for input from you before we release that book. So if you want to have a great experience, one of my most powerful teachings is going to be in that course. And then also starting in uh, September, we're doing our five-month transformational mind renewal course, our most powerful teachings that is systematically taught. The teachings of Renewing the Mind and Five Steps of Radical Mind Renewal, taking a month each on that. And I'd be amiss of not mentioning that Ash Anderson on our team is has the course unhindered starting at the end of this month, June. Hey, thanks so much for being on here. And before I go, I've been doing something that's been making a huge difference with Igniting Hope. I've been asking you if you would pray five seconds. Do a five-second prayer and attach faith to it. Attaching faith to a five-second prayer is more powerful than praying for 30 minutes and not attaching faith, especially specifically when we're asking for things. Obviously, there's other aspects of prayer, soaking, waiting, listening. But when we want to pray the prayer of intercession, attaching faith in a short time is more powerful than just praying Asking without attaching faith. So do, why don't you do this? Pray five seconds for my wife, Wendy, me, our staff, all these courses. We're, we want to change the world. We believe we are and will change the world through this message. So take five seconds right now and just pray the prayer of faith over us. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. Hey, God bless you. Steve Backlin here a different kind of repentance meeting. I love this message. And I look forward to having you with me again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.